This is Trends and Issues in Instructional Design, Educational Technology, and Learning Science, hosted by Abby Brown and Tim Green. Hi, this is Tim, and I'm here with Abby. Hi, this is Abby, and I'm here with Tim. Welcome to episode 214 of our podcast, where we review the trends and issues in instructional design, educational technology, and learning sciences that we observed as we flipped resources into our Flipboard magazine over the past two weeks. As we normally do, we review the trends that we observed, and we have four of them that we will discuss, along with a recommended reading that we'll share, one that goes with each of the four trends. We end the episode by peering into the crystal ball and making predictions about the trends we believe we'll observe in the upcoming two weeks. So Abby, start us out by talking about our four trends that we observed and sharing our recommended readings. Thank you, Tim. Yes, as you said, we're looking at the last two weeks, uh, articles that we flipped into our um, uh, Flipboard magazine. And as I've said in a couple of other previous episodes, there weren't as many articles as we would normally expect. And I think at this point, we just normally expect that at this time of year, there are going to be fewer articles. And that may just be kind of a, a calendar thing, that this yeah. is a time of year, this is a lot of downtime. Yeah, in the Northern Hemisphere, we're summer, getting yeah. towards starting the new academic year. So yeah, it's yeah. generally slower. But we did have four trends that are recognizable and that are, uh, we've seen these trends uh, come up before. Uh, but there were some very, very interesting articles that even though there were few, they were very interesting. They were, first of all, number one trend, software. So we saw a number of software uh, articles, software-related articles come up in the past two weeks. Probably the biggest news uh, overall was that Apple sent out some significant updates to its iOS, iPadOS, macOS, and tvOS. So pretty much all of the um, Apple platforms received uh, some kind of software upgrade in the past two weeks. We also saw uh, some very interesting applications of virtual reality. My personal favorite, you and I were talking about this before, my personal favorite was <laughs> the Shakespeare karaoke, which allows you to sort of uh, become, uh, through an avatar, a Shakespeare character, uh, which very interesting. There was um, patches for Mac OS and for Windows 10, some security issues that needed to be addressed uh, sooner than later. There was a very interesting review of search engines and the, the benefits and challenges of different search engines. There was um, an interesting sort of uh, recap of the uh, show Space Explorers, the ISS experience, because that it wrapped up with a virtual reality spacewalk which I'm very curious to uh, go yeah, take a look at. Yeah, that would be pretty cool, it seems. There was a, a good article reviewing uh, student note-taking apps. There was, this isn't quite software per se, although I guess it's kind of a how-to on how to use software, how to screenshot an entire web page on an iPhone, which maybe it's just me, but I was reading it and <laughs> like jotting down notes thinking, oh, this is great. Our recommended read in this area, though, is forget long screen recordings. These tools automate your company's how-tos by Lizzie Lawrence for Protocol. And once again, I apologize if I'm mispronouncing any author's name. Uh, but uh, Lawrence is actually describing Scribe and 
Tango software, two different software platforms, and they're they're both uh, web-based, although they do have apps associated with them, um, that allow you to, to actually sort of create a screencast, a, uh, arguably to create a screencast, an instructional screencast, more easily than, say, doing a, a, a video recording and then editing it down. I haven't tried either of these yet. Uh, you and I were talking, Tim. I don't think right. either of us have really had an opportunity to experiment. No. Nope. But, but I am looking forward to, based on reading the article, I am looking forward to giving each of them a try. There are free subscription options. Yeah, and if they do what they say they're going to do, it could be a, uh, a good tool to have. Yes, it's certainly a good tool to be aware of as an right. instructional designer, instructional yep. technologist uh, in any within any organization. Uh, uh, it's good to know, even if it... Even if they don't meet all the promises, it's good to know exactly what they can do. And right. who knows? They might meet all the promises. So I, I, I'm, I personally we'll let you know to go try it. Yeah. <laughs> Number two um, is uh, our trending instructional design and teaching, which includes a couple of articles about online teaching. Uh, we saw lesson plans incorporating Minecraft. We saw, this comes up a lot. It does. Lesson yeah. plan, right. But they're yep. always good. Uh, misconceptions of online learning, uh, a reflection on the ISTE conference from a professional point of view, an op-ed piece, an opinion piece on keeping virtual learning options as higher education returns to on-campus classes. Tim, you and I have talked about this a great deal. Uh, studies from various universities and from various organizations have shown that professors, faculty in general, are looking forward to getting back to on campus all the time mm -hmm. type of yes. courses but students generally prefer hybrid opportunities where they they want to meet the professors they want to meet in person sometimes but they also like to have online activities and online content provided so this is a kind of an interesting situation that we're going to i suspect we'll see more about this uh, keeping virtual office hours kind of an interesting article just on the benefits and challenges of doing that um, strategies for active learning and for promoting empathy, especially empathy promotion in an online setting. There was also an international study that found that paper books develop stronger reading skills, stronger reading skills than, say, uh, reading entirely online or digitally off of a pad or a computer. Um, but this was, again, an interesting article, and these, this type of data has come up a number of times. Um, so uh, it's, it's an important thing to keep in mind. There were also uh, there was a good article about applications of the metaverse for corporate learning. Uh, so we did see a bit about VR and about the metaverse based on the, uh, the last two weeks. Our recommended read in this area is Why Silver Bullet Solutions Persist in Education by Eric Ofgang for Tech and Learning. And this is, I think you and I both, I think, enjoyed this article, Tim, because it was... Um, it speaks to an issue that we've encountered for right. decades, really, right? That the, and the author does explain it that way. This is a decades-old problem of um, silver bullet interventions or fads that sort of pop up and are sort of pr predictably want to guarantee a solution to uh, a problem in education. Yeah, I, and I don't think it's going to go away. <laughs> We're gonna, this is going to be something that's going to continue on. It's right. probably it's probably human nature. I yeah, think we it all is. we all want yeah. to find something when we're searching for a solution. We we want yeah. 
we want that magical solution. Yeah. Uh, but it's but it is a very interesting read. It is uh, in terms of how we approach these silver bullet situations and how to approach people who are excited about it and how to kind of examine the situation uh, um, in the most prag pragmatic possible way. Number three on our trending is digital citizenship. We saw a number of articles in the past two weeks that talked about students in particular becoming good digital citizens, good you know people who understood how to, to make best use of the network for their own uh, development, for social purposes, things like that. So we saw uh, one article that indicated that kids and teens now spend more time watching TikTok than YouTube. And boy, don't I, I feel a bit ancient <laughs> at this point because I think I still remember when we were excited about YouTube. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but that was quite a while ago. Yeah. And and we, we we've predicted um, we were talking we about did. it. When we talked about TikTok, the new the new thing. Uh I don't know, that was that was years ago, but that was it feels that like was a while ago at least. Yep. Yeah. We also saw the digital divide mentioned in an article, which is an important thing to keep in mind. We are we still have have and have nots within the digital world. Um, the challenges associated with incognito mode, that is uh, the incognito mode that's available for a lot of search tools and, and um, browsers that are maybe not quite as incognito as people right. realize. Yeah. Right. However, our recommended read in this area is Every Student Needs 21st Century Data Literacy Skills by Stephen D. Levitt and Jeffrey Sieverts for Education Next. If Stephen D. Levitt is a familiar name to you, it's because he's the author of Freakonomics. Uh, the article itself focuses on the mathematics curriculum and Levitt's uh, postulation that we need to make some changes to that curriculum to uh, focus more on data literacy. Um, regardless of how one feels about it, it's a very interesting uh, article, and uh, I personally did enjoy Freakonomics as a book. It was he's a, he's an economist. Uh, yeah, and he has a great podcast too. Not to plug another podcast, yeah. but I will. He has okay. a podcast, so it's worth listening to. Everybody's got two ears; they can listen to two podcasts. <laughs> That's true. But <laughs> listen to ours first. <laughs> hardware was number four, which is actually the same as our last episode. Software was number right. one. Hardware is number four. Hardware is number four. Magic Leap 2, the uh, augmented reality uh, glasses. Magic Leap 2 announced uh, that it will be for sale in the U.S. on September 30th. The base price is 3299 U.S. dollars. So it's not going to be something you just go to the store and pick up on your way out with a, a cup right. of milk and doesn't dozen eggs. Yeah. Wow. Uh, but it's, it's a little pricey. Um, yes. Review of the Google Pixel 6a. Uh, we saw a comparison review of laptops from Wirecutter. Wirecutter is a subsidiary of New York Times. And they're kind of like Consumer Reports, uh, at least in, in general approach. They, they, they do. I've always thought they did a good job of looking at uh, reviewing hardware uh, pretty well but they review um, laptops especially as we get ready I think probably for the academic new year our recommended read in this area specifically is a review of MacBook Air Apple MacBook Air M2 the 2022 version review all new air by Dan Seifert for The Verge 
Uh, and uh, the reason we pick this as the recommended read is because we suspect like, uh, well, I, I guess like us, one of the things we find ourselves looking at and talking about is the new MacBook Air because there has been a lot of buzz generated about it. Um, we kind of suspect that uh, if you're standing around the traditional water cooler at any point or the, whatever the Zoom uh, or Teams version <laughs> of water cooler is, uh, someone will say, hey, what about that new MacBook Air? This is a good review and kind of explains what makes it new and different. But Tim, those are our four trends and our four recommended reads. Excellent. Now we turn our attention to peering into the crystal ball and making predictions about the trends we believe we'll observe in the upcoming two weeks as we flip resources into our Flipboard magazine. It's that time of year, right, Abby? We're gearing yes. up, at least in the Northern Hemisphere. We are uh, A lot of us are gearing up for fall, the new academic year. So we will see, we predict we'll see uh, you know, topics related to that. We often see a lot of reviews about software and hardware related to right. the academic side of things. Well, I think Structural what we design and teaching too, right? What we wind up seeing at this time of year, Tim, I think, is increasing number of articles that are of interest to instructional right. designers and instructional yep. design technology. We, we always see articles uh, that are interesting but at this time of year, they start being pitched a little bit more toward us as yeah. educators. Right. It's a little more focused, the, the, yeah, the maybe audience. Not focused on, right. Maybe not focused on us as instructional designers per se, but on the education world for all exactly. the reasons you had mentioned mm -hmm. before. So we'll start seeing a greater, we suspect that we'll start seeing a greater number of articles that are of specific interest to, to those of us in the education community yep. at every level. Right. Um, but that's the best we can do in terms of trying to figure out the crystal ball. You and I were talking when we were kind of discussing this before. The metaverse seems to have faded into the distance. Yeah, we've we've uh, we've predicted that. We thought we were going to see more of that, but it's kind of it's kind of waned, right? We, we've seen some. We've seen some, but we have again articles about using it in the enterprise. Articles mm -hmm. about using it for specific purposes, but we. Um, we haven't seen the explosion of metaverse articles that we were anticipating, um, but that's just to say that the crystal ball is murky. It's it a crystal is. ball. We can't really know, but this, um, but we, we suspect at some point we'll see a bit more about it. But right now we're just expecting interesting articles about the new uh, items that are available to us. Uh, for the upcoming academic year. Those items include strategies as well right. as hardware yep. and software. Yep. So gearing up for the fall. Gearing up. Well, that brings us to the conclusion of episode 214. We'd like to give a thank you to those who follow us on Flipboard and, of course, to those who subscribe to our podcast. You can listen to past episodes of our podcast and find the links to the recommended readings we discuss in this episode by visiting our website at trendsandissues.com. Our next episode will air on August 11th. This podcast is produced by Professor Abby Brown at East Carolina University and Professor Tim Green at California State University Fullerton. Copyright Abby Brown and Tim Green, 2017-2018.